0: Anyone, I mean, absolutely anyone can be ready for back to school, honey. But with Stables Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything I need from my classroom and save the time ready. They've got more backpacks, more pens. I'm particularly fancy of the Pentel RSVP medium point. More supplies than you could ever uh, imagine or thought possible, honey. So double knot your British Knights. Gas up your Honda Odyssey. Smear warfinger paint on your face. Staples has everything that you need and more for the new school year. So let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or you can go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration.
1: (sighs) Y'all know how we feel about working out here at Getting Grown. And we all know how important it is to work out and be active. But the worst, especially for us, is ending up with sweaty hair and scalp. So Sunday to Sunday has products for black active women to remove the buildup and odor that comes from sweating after a hard workout. These products have active botanical ingredients that improve the health of your scalp so you can sweat and slay. Also is black Own Hello. Get your own workout hair routine today with 15% off your first purchase visit my sunday to sunday dot com and use code grown. Sunday to Sunday is also available online at Sephora and ulta. com. Because you put it on me And every morning I roll over I feel you touching on me I got another man But he ain't like you And I can be your baby mama Though I'd like to Call me real late at night When my man's asleep And take the red eye To the west side Up and down my spine And let you feel what you've been missing I'm so bona fide
0: call me when you need me baby you don't have to worry call me we can do we can do something call me call me hey tweet yes
1: a gem Hey, tweet.
0: Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord,
1: niggas.
0: Welcome back to Getting Grown Man. We're back to talk about all things adulting, mm-hmm. the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, child. Adulthood. Ooh. How dreadful and terrible it all is. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, but yes, adulting. The good, the bad, the test, the trials, the twist, the turns, the temptations, the taxes, and the turds of being a real <laughs> ah, adult. Don't forget the turds. <laughs> <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2021. 2, 1. What's cracking, sis? What's going on with you? What's what's going on in the goings? Clearly, on? I'm on just down a
1: nostalgic lane. You know what I'm saying? I was mm. two weeks late to find out the news of um, Up Jumps the Boogie and Timbaland and Magoo's oh. album uh, in general coming Boogie out. the I literally, when I tell you I had, you know I'd be lost. And so I was having a uh. random conversation with XD. I said, you know, did you know that Up Jumps the Boogie is not available on any streaming service? <laughs> I and mean, he was like... You were just adamant. Yes, it is. And I was like, yes no, it's not. And so I went, and it was right there on Spotify, and I was like, well, and I... that wasn't always there.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. But recently, the, these egregious wrongs have been righted. Let me tell you what.
1: <sighs> so I've realized. The
0: gift, not only are we just blessed and fortunate... To be reunited with the catalog of the likes of Aaliyah, right? Which Such is a all
1: I didn't realize that that was coming with a fun full of packages. L-
0: Let me tell you, because what I have also recently enjoyed, what has I've just fallen in love again with Magoo. Oh my god! I oh love... my god! <laughs> yes, I'm in the merry the to place play to, to get, get god. God, after I smoke pot. She hit me
1: like shot. Funky, like pots connect, tucks like dots.
0: <laughs> I love his illiterate
1: behind, Mind. too. And let me tell you, Magoo, like I loved Magoo, but his voice, I was like, he just sounds like a big Teletubby to me. It just, something about it was just real. <laughs> it was awkward but endearing endearing. and we loved him for it and i'm just and i heard that somebody said he's the worst rapper they've ever heard since this resurgence and i'm like uh are you you must not be listening to music now because (laughs) because you know between a little baby and a this and a that nigga i i don't No, there will be no Maguslander on my. Wife, no, there's not okay? gonna be any Maguslander over here. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna do none of that to me. Phyllis it's Hyman enough. was up there. Somebody, <laughs> Phyllis Hyman was up there talking about uh, light-skinned women who look white and they put weave in their hair, and, and she was like, and they can't <laughs> sing. And I am out here with <laughs> talent. It pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's like can I say that on TV it pisses me off what and I was treasure, like hmm, I wonder who that was about a whole gaggle of hoes I said Kehlani and somebody else said a gaggle and Ooh. I said you're absolutely right it is a gaggle, gaggle of them a gaggle of them sorry Kehlani but you don't goo look gobs, black as my grandmother s- says my grandma says goo
0: gobs that's a lot, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: goo gobs <laughs> goo gobs is what she says
0: like I mean, I mean just goo gobs <laughs> That means it was an extraordinary amount.
1: Oh yeah, i what Say saying
0: Yeah, she says goo gobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just goo gobs of folks all over the place.
1: <laughs> I love, I love your grandma love so her. much. I do too. How she are you? I didn't joy. even ask you how you doing.
0: I am yet holding on. I'm doing well. Holdin I don't have any complaints. On. Okay. Yes, I'm safe and I have what I need. I am, you know, up to my nostrils Mm. in work, but you know we're gonna get it done.
1: One, you are always up to your nostrils in work, honestly. Nostrils, like I don't really know uh today's nikia's birthday happy birthday nikia yes it is that's my best friend she a real bad bitch got her own <laughs> money she don't need yes. no neck that's that's i don't know shout if she listen her. to this
0: or hear it but shout out to nikia nikia o'connor
1: that's noah's god mommy um, um the one and know, only
0: celebrate all, all of these things but yes uh yes you're well you're i am well yes Let's get on into the trash. Let's
1: get into it, because I got some things. Uh, I got some things.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, basura, basura, there's so much today. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we get into, like, the happening happenings, um, have you, are you caught up with Married at First Sight? I am. Okay, so I know we had a TV Land episode with Asante, but I just wanted yes, to come to you, you know, after this latest episode, before this newest episode comes out, Manjana. Yes. And yes, ask yes. your thoughts on mm. your boar, Hosey. He is out here. <laughs> what is going on? Okay, give me your thoughts. I want to know. He is
0: a bag of nuts. Yeah, Cashews, mm-hmm. pecans, mm-hmm. pistachios. Yeah. Peanuts, yeah. almonds, mm-hmm. walnuts, yep. niggatoes, yep. all the nuts,
1: yep. okay? Hazels, What all are actual niggatoes? Are those, are those toes? hazels? I don't, I don't know. know. Niggatoes are, know. wait a minute, hold on. Are those hazels? I don't know. Wait. I got
0: to ask my grandfather, but you know. <laughs> um,
1: yes, his, that is an actual, oh, that's a Brazil nut.
0: Brazil nut. Mm-hmm. There you go. Those
1: are niggatoes. Uh,
0: Jose lost his mind. Um, so, you know, Ra- so, her name is Rachel.
1: Wait, hold on.
0: Because I called her something else oh, no. the other day. Oh, I mean, it just wasn't. I think it is Rachel.
1: I'm um, not going to tell you what I've been calling her. But anyway, continue yes, forward. Yes,
0: Rachel. <laughs> Jose, okay, so Rachel was on they were out. Jose and Rachel were upstairs on the rooftop of the apartment building mm-hmm. with some of the other married at first sight couples, right? So they socialized together because, you know, they are this cohort of of couples going through this experience at one time so they were up socializing yep. on the rooftop. Jose, I mean, Rachel, I mean, a, I mean, yes, that's her name. <laughs> that's what, okay, okay, good. Okay. Um mistakenly call her husband johnny
1: johnny which is one of the other guys
0: which is one of the other husbands in the cohort Mm, mm, jose mm. is like is she cheating on me
1: and he kept saying she called me another man's name sorry
0: I mean, and thank you. And this will probably never, ever happen again. (laughs) But thank you to Ryan who (laughs) made it. Ryan was, I mean, calling the spades space from the very beginning. He was just like, no. He was like, can we just just call
1: a thing a thing? He's like,
0: it's going to come out. We're not going to sit here and talk, talk like Rachel is out here cheating. She called Jose Johnny. Okay? Yeah. She was looking at Johnny, talking about Jose. Call Jose Johnny. Would have happened, could have happened to any one of us. Yeah. Jose cussed Rachel up and down, backwards and forwards, in and out, to and fro, left and right. Yes. Told her to get her, quote unquote, shit (laughs) and get out.
1: That nigga Um, dead bolted the door.
0: Yes, she walked, went to walk one of the producers downstairs, left her keys, her phone, all of her things into in the apartment, mm-hmm. and he deadbolt locked the door. Um, left her outside. This is 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. He's lost his mind, and you know what? It really was just another demonstration of his immaturity. He carries on like a petulant child, he does. I don't know if he's the only child. I don't know if he's the only child, but he really does kind of give this, you know, I think my so. way with the highway. He's very controlling. I have, He has to be in charge of all things, know all things. And the way that he did speak to her over something so small and insignificant. Oh, my God. Um you know was really telling and i don't blame rachel because rachel immediately was like i can't be your wife anymore because you are crazy
1: because on top of him doing all of that it wasn't just that he did all of that i mean let's be very clear that was a giant chunk but it wasn't just that he did all of that it was the fact that he literally was flippant and nasty. I mean, very dismissive. Yeah.
0: Very, uh, and I mean, his attitude after it was, I couldn't figure out what his, like, what he was looking for. Because she was trying to have an adult conversation with him. Yeah. And really have a dialogue. Mm-hmm. And this, he was, like, cooking, wouldn't look at her, wouldn't get, and very, like, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, I mean, just, it was very... It was sassy, honey. I don't know. It was I don't sassy. even know how... I was l- watching it like, wow. Okay, so he's a basket.
1: Yeah, kid. she's absolutely and got I'm to just get divorced. Trying to
0: figure out how how did the experts not catch this? And I said the same thing. Not as I mean his his issues are not as flagrant as Jose's, but Zach's breakdown. Tr- Zach and gave Michaela me great pause.
1: Z- Zach and Michaela both I'm together to and.
0: Out. It's. Whew.
1: It's a very volatile connection it's, between it's the two. It's not of them. easeful at all, and it's like
0: both of them stress them stress each other out. They I do think both of them stress themselves out. Neither both of them are. She was afraid. ready to be in a
1: relationship, but she has not, and she thinks she's doing done her work or doing her work because she can articulate how she's feeling and like her thoughts very clearly. But she is a mess.
0: She is, and I I try to give her grace because even though it doesn't always work, because I'm often annoyed <laughs> with Michaela, but I try to give her grace because I do feel like um, a lot of this is grounded in her grief, like yes, the loss of yes, her dad. Yeah, and there's a lot of like issues of abandonment and you know defense like after you suffer such a great loss you do sort of build an iron wall around mm-hmm. your heart mm-hmm. and you try to to control the things that you can control to protect you from the things that you can't control so i do see this like you know running around in circles and this frantic fear of cuz when you've been hurt like that i'm speaking from experience when you've experienced hurt like this mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. will do everything to prevent yourself from hurting like this again. Absolutely. Um, but that, you know, that ends up being this vicious cycle, uh, you know, of you just trying to run from something that you can't really run from. So, And every last one of say, these cast
1: members, especially the men, from Zach to Ryan to Johnny, all of them have this, except for um, Gil. Gil, possible Trump supporter, not sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of them have this thing about like, th- it's it's. I'm just getting ready to up and like go back to my crib for a little bit because...
0: Well, yes. And I think all of them have that because all of them had this sort of idealized fairy tale. Yep. They thought that this experience was going to be mm-hmm. ABC's The Bachelor. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. What you need to understand is that in every sort of situation... When two people come together in any sort of relationship, there's a very steep learning curve that has to happen. Absolutely. So, like, like the fairy tale is... I don't want to say it's not a part of the equation, mm-hmm. but it's not a part of the equation. No, it's not. It's not. No, honey,
1: that's a... No. When we
0: start talking about, like, marriage, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, the conversation that um, Viviana had with with Ryan, when he was saying how he just can't get into Brett and he's just expecting like butterflies and like he wants to, you know, throw his wife up against the wall and make out with her and Sis was like, you know that most married people don't.
1: (laughs) She's like, yeah, no that's Disney. Um, (laughs) That's Netflix. She was like, it's
0: it's giving Hallmark movie. It's It's giving giving Apple TV,
1: sir. It's giving Amazon Prime now. And And
0: the reality of like real relationship is like you will still be attracted to your partner, but like The practical, but I will say this
1: where I, where, where we don't, I don't know where Ryan was on January 6th. I don't either. (laughs) I don't know where he was on January 6th. I do not, I I have an idea. Um, he's not as wretched as I thought he was going to be, and he's
0: not as wretched as I thought he was going to be, but I'm not completely sold on, like, I, I mean, I still don't. To me, I could still see him
1: being wretched. I can see him being wretched, but then because the thing, there's moments where I'm like, you don't show much emotion of anything. But then you know everybody Mm-mm. translates differently, right? And right, I'm, he seems like he does want to be a part of this process. I honestly feel like, and I do, I do agree with uh, Viviana when she was talking about. Um, About this basically being of him having this fairytale idea of what marriage is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. But I also understood. I feel like he's just literally not really into Brett at all. And he's trying to make himself be into her. And he's just literally like he's just not that into her. And, And it's frustrating for him. And so mm-hmm. while he does need to understand that that fairy tale is a fairy tale, I don't see him like they're not going to make it because I just don't I I just don't think she is for him.
0: I do not I mean I do not disagree with you. I do not think that um I think that he is he's just not into her. Yeah. And
1: unfortunately.
0: It's very unfortunate um because when when she was talking about how um you know, in her previous relationships, it's always like, you're amazing, but that resonated with me. Mm. Since has heard that before. Okay. It's, it's like, you're amazing, but I don't want you. <laughs> that is something yeah. that has been, and I mean, that resonated, you know, and it's yeah. real, so yeah. I'm not, you know. Yeah. Um, But I, I get that, and it's just unfortunate that this doesn't work, but I will say that, to me, Ryan's, He's just not deep. Like I feel like he's no. looking for a very superficial sort
1: of. Yeah, let's go bungee jumping. And I think his, diving, right, and his kayaking. family. His
0: family said that. Like you know, he's into you know a certain type of woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Brett brings a level of substance that he is not accustomed to. I,
1: yes, and also and it anxiety down. and stress.
0: <laughs> exactly, it shuts him down. He cannot handle this. He can't handle this depth. No, he can't. she was like, and you're not even a bad bad bitch, so I can't even. Mm-mm. I don't have a dog in this fight. I feel bad for her, and I want her to find... I do.
1: I want her to find the liberal white man that she's looking for. I do, too. Who really can just adore her and hold that paper bag over her mouth and nose when she hyperventilates on the plane. Like, I want that for her because she seems like she has a sweet spirit. Um... And I hope Ryan finds the Kellyanne Conway that he's looking for that will, you know, <laughs> hang glide with him and parasail. Absolutely, and, you know, very much
0: giving you know, to- call Tommy People Lauren niggers and whatever That's else. what he needs, <laughs> Tommy Lauren. That's what he's looking yeah, for. Yeah, you know, I hope he finds that's the woman his of his dreams. queen, so. his
1: <laughs> white queen. Yes, please.
0: I do pray that he finds that. But yes, um, and what I else? hope that Bow
1: has started showering um oh i know it's just i just love bow she's such a good time i really enjoy bow and i love watching her process her thoughts but i'm like sister out loud. yes sister just, where we don't align and where me and johnny do is you need to get that ass in the shower period every single day you better stop me lacunizing us um so There's a this this story here is a little layered. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yet here on Getting Grown. But um, basically, you saw the images of the Haitian refugees trying to seek asylum and coming into the United States and how they were um, attacked essentially at the border of trying to seek asylum which is disgusting because that's a human right right this these are they're trying to find somewhere safe to be and you are essentially telling them no fuck y'all you can't come here so um you know i i know you all are receiving that on many news outlets on many podcasts on many platforms Mm. um And you know how we feel about our Haitian brothers and sisters. Absolutely. I I hate the fact that they are always under distress. um, And white people stay trying to attack them for being one of the first free, you know, nations and all of that. But with all of that being said... That's fourteen thousand people who are trying to seek asylum, and this has mm-hmm. been in, this has been a long time. This has been going on for some time. This is a long time coming. Um, we know some 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 went to different South American countries and Central American countries. They're in Guatemala and different places. But I brought all of that up to say so. On the View this week, Kamala Harris was supposed to be a guest or was a guest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two of the hosts got snatched off live for basically false positive COVID tests. I saw that. Um, And come to find out, both of those ladies are very vocal about... Oh. Oh, yeah. Very vocal about the mistreatment of the Haitian refugees, um, very critical of the United States Hmm. and the Biden administration and how they have essentially uh the they ain't doing no better than anybody else because you are turning people away who really need these human rights you are turning people away and so these two women would be the ones who would properly question Kamala Harris right on on these issues especially since they're so current right now well you all all of all of a sudden have false positive tests and are these tests not generated before people even go on air? Now all of a sudden, you want to take them away because they're going to ask the hard hitting Linda Ellerbee questions. Mm. I smell tuna I know, and it's so not you know, fresh.
0: Let me tell you something. That's my grandfather would say. It's the dead cat on the line. Okay. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and I don't even know what that means. I do. i heard him say that like it's like cold it's like black people cold for somebody lying i'm gonna make up a
1: new one there's a dead mouse in the radiator
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um listen okay um i had not put those two and two together Mm -hmm. like you did until just now i did see that uh, I'm trying to remember the names. Oh, it's, yeah. Let it me let
1: Sunny, me. Do that. It's Sunny,
0: it's Sunny not, not Anderson. And uh, no, 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 not her in the, the microwave.
1: Sunny, Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro.
0: Anna Navarro. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did see that both of them tested positive and as such were pulled out of the interview just before the interview was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I even saw that those two hosts later tested negative yes but nothing about me said what you just said was because i
1: start i got to digging around and i was like well i don't know who these (laughs) i don't know who they are so because i don't watch the view so i was like okay so i got to look in and i'm seeing quotes and all kinds of things coming up and you know where they are literally calling the shit out and calling out the 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 behavior and calling out the government and calling out the biden administration and and I said, okay, all right, and call and uh, who is it Anna? I think it was Anna who, when I tell you, hold on, Anna got Donald Trump, uh, Jr. together. Hold I saw on. that. You saw that, okay? Because that mm-hmm. cracked me up. So when I saw all of that, I was that's when I got to. I was like, oh, they don't want the bitches on there who are getting ready to, to stir some shit up. They don't want the ones on there who are I getting ready know. to ask the mm. truth, because if you watch Veep. You know, or CNN, then you know how crooked the government is. Is <laughs> so, and politicians. And let me tell you something. I yeah, we all celebrate, and I you know somebody may be real mad about this. Oh well, but we all celebrate and 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 so forth and so on. And I know we happy Trump is not president anymore, and 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 a black woman is now VP. But what is it? What what you doing though? What you doing over there, sister? What are you doing? Hmm. And especially for Mm. the country of Haiti? mm mm -mm. Mm. But y'all don't want the people Mm. to ask the questions that need to be asked. But politicians are supposed to be out here changing stuff, right? Please. So, you know, I thought that was real fishy. There's a dead mouse in the radiator. (laughs) Okay, so, this is going to be the only time you're going to hear me sing a ditty from this nigga. But... That nigga Kelly is guilty. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. R. Kelly, I couldn't help. I couldn't resist myself. R. Oh. R- Roberto Kelly is, has been charged with nine counts of um, sexual sex sex trafficking and racketeering charges, which he got a unanimous uh, vote from the jury that that nigga is guilty. Um, And this does not even include all of the other charges that are going to come up in future trials. This is just this one. And the racketeering charges alone, he could face up to 20 years for those. So, you know, as we have discussed many times, mm-hmm. many times. you know, I just we we have hoped that he would never see the light of day again um and as we talked about previous you know before we started this episode y'all don't know we were like hopefully there are no loopholes that come to be there are no motherfucking any things that come to let this nigga come see the light of day i hope that he gets buried until the ends of time and i hope they don't put him in solitary confinement in the words of dmx when you do dirt you get dirt thank you hello
0: and uh, <laughs>
1: low. Okay, so that is all. No, we got a couple more things. Kelly okay. Price. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so there's been these reports over the last several days that Kelly Price was missing, right? She had COVID. She was in the ICU, and then her children were visiting her for 3 weeks, and then magically she got discharged and her kids was like, "Wait a minute. How did she get discharged? She wasn't doing well. We've been visiting her. Now she's not answering the phone where she at. So then her nigga was apparently trying to keep people away from the home. So here are all these reports. Although Kelly Price is missing. Kelly Price is missing. Her children can't get a hold of her. Nobody can get a hold of her. Where's Kelly Price? This nigga did something. Blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden today... We get some some news pop up. Kelly Price mm-hmm. is fine, recovering from COVID. Nothing else.
0: So she <laughs> did an interview with the people down to the TMZ. Oh, did she now? For which I am certain she was paid handsomely. Okay. Um. And if 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 we're not mistaken, I believe it was TMZ that first broke the story yeah, of I her being. So. Mm-hmm. Um, missing, allegedly missing. Mm-hmm. In that interview that she did with TMZ, she said that, you know, she sort of gave the details of her battle with COVID. Um, she disclosed that, you know, unfortunately, she, um, you know, really, I mean, all the way to the brink of death, they brought her back. Like, you know, she, she was resuscitated, all of that. Um, and she's since been recovering. She talked about having to leave her home because people were coming to the house, strangers, fans, people who were not a part of her family, um, and so okay. in order for her to recover safely, she left her left her home. And she said, as far as her family was concerned, she has not spoken to her mo- her sister since her mother passed last year. Okay, what about um, her kids? And she said that her she said her daughter was manipulated into going along with this. Um, but she was like, you know, that's my daughter and that's my baby, and if she know if she wants to reach me, she knows how to reach me. There's a dead what? mouse in the radiator. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> concerns me? So listen, and I'm going to say this. I'm only going to say it once, and I know that I might get in trouble for what I'm about to say, but it's Welcome. just I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> when I first learned that there that Kelly Price was allegedly missing when I first saw it on the interwebs. Webs. I'm honest this is my honest reaction. I honestly said Kelly Price Kelly Price is too mean to be missing. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> oh my God. She's no. she's too
1: mean I said she's, is, too evil. Is, is,
0: she's too She's too evil, too hateful. Yeah. There's nothing Yeah, Nobody and we've all has seen it now. Kelly Price we've all, all seen not, it. So let's This is not we're not even gonna pretend. Mm-hmm. I was not alarmed. Now, does that mean that I did not in my spirit? I said, I certainly hope that she's well. I hope I she's said, doing I hope okay. nothing
1: happens to this lady. I
0: don't want nothing to happen to Kelly Price. I certainly don't. That's not my 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 hope for anybody. No. But certainly not for Kelly Price. But something about this did not give me. I didn't feel, in my spirit, no. I didn't feel, like, alarm. No. I was like, this is not, mm something no. ain't right. Something's mm-mm. not, something's not good. And then I had so to go give, watch... Um, give this some
1: time. Between this news and XD um, talking to me, I had to go watch that episode of Catfish um, <laughs> where the cousin said, you should have never <sighs> called me a fat-ass Kelly Price. Oh, and... Yeah. Would I tell you what? the joy that why? my spirit got why? all over why, why are
0: you even? <laughs> These two things are not
1: connected. They are. Hello. What is wrong with yes, you? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let right. me tell okay. you something. If you need any source uh, of yeah. joy and mindless levity. entertainment. It will give you
0: some levity in this. <laughs> so, listen. I'm glad to hear that Kelly Price is alive I, yeah, and among us. Crying. And she's recovering. I'm annoyed, yeah, because I felt like this you know in in this world that we live in, where terrible treacherous things yeah. are happening so frequently, yeah. I just wish that people wouldn't play in our face like this. This is
1: what I'm saying. I just, I really did say. I said, I hope nothing happened to this lady, but I really think she's just way too hateful for something to have happened. I just mm-mm. something don't sit I, right. Nothing with about me. my spirit was was. It's the same mm-mm. thing if they said somebody snatched up pervado. I would have been like, now nah, wait a minute. Now speaking
0: of <laughs> speaking of now, it. let's get to these R&B divas. <laughs> Last night before Kelly Price came forward did her interview for TMZ oh my god this is so funny a couple of Kelly uh, uh, evidently she reached out to some of her friend, personal friends and, and acquaintances part of the hateful namely brigade. one of uh, another one of the R&B divas Nikki Gilbert <laughs> formerly of Brownstone presently of Curvado. okay and Nikki Gilbert got on the internet and posted a video <laughs>
2: Oh God,
0: that irritated myself mm-hmm. and apparently the brat and the big booty judy but you know nikki gilbert said you know i i've spoken to kelly price and while i cannot disclose the the nature of our conversation kelly price is doing just fine but if you really want to hear the tea <laughs> of what's going on with that and, among, and other things. You can make sure you catch my my, my show tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern
1: Standard Time. Whew. Hippopotamus mouth. What? Nikki.
0: <coughs> Nikki. Nikki.
1: I'm telling you, she can bite a single nigga in half. I'm telling you. If you
0: don't get your knock knee <laughs> <for> yourself. <laughs> Up and away from me with this foolishness.
1: <laughs> What's Toya say? Leg shaped like the letter X.
0: <laughs> it's giving KK kangaroo. Okay, I don't like it. Oh God.
1: Oh, and it's only so funny because like... Nikki's so hateful.
0: It's really <laughs> and it's like the self promotion. And I mean, if we think back, like Nikki Gilbert and Kelly Price was beefing on yeah, R&B they divas, was, but. I mean, so now they best friends. And it was just like, it was just, it's just, okay. And so the brag gets on with her old auntie self. <laughs> she make a video driving, talk about, Nikki, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and when I say she old auntie self, because after she finished her video, she was like,
1: how you hang this up? If this young man does not stop calling me on WhatsApp, there is a young boy oh. Oh Lord. Who is blowing me? It, it, here he, you know what? I'm gonna answer it. Oh God. Young man. Oh God. Uh, I am not what? who you're looking for. Jade. What's up? He's not gonna. I, you got the wrong number. I am not who you are looking for. Well, you're, 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 you're. Who? Joan. Joan. No, you ain't ain't no Joan here. You got to take this out your WhatsApp. Okay. He said okay. You have the wrong number, sir. Let me just block
0: this. But yeah, Nikki Gilbert and <laughs> is is being treacherous per usual. Kelly Price, thankfully, is re- is on the road to recovery. Yeah. And, I just want and everyone and to go somewhere and sit down. <laughs> Please. <laughs>
1: yeah. Moving right along. I mean, oh mean enough And lastly. Cynthia Bailey is leaving the Housewives. Where's she going? I don't know, child. She said she ain't go. She said she ain't going. Uh, she ain't gonna go on next season. She's like, I'm. Period. Madden. That's fine. We we didn't have. I mean, Cynthia was
0: running out of story. She really bless was. After heart. that friendship love her. contract. Mm. I mean, but you know, she doesn't have Nene. No. Um, and as try as she might to be fake friends with Kenya uh you know
1: it's not enough and you know peter's bitch ass is out of her life so that's you know we got that i mean
0: she's got this new marriage we don't care about you know her and mike are happy and that's
1: wonderful but we don't really want to know what's going on with them not by any means Um, honestly and they don't show leon nearly enough so you know i wish her well
0: I mean, like whatever. If maybe she's. Maybe this is going to be a spinoff. We I still listen. I would still love to see Cynthia doing other things. We love, but as Cynthia far as, as the Housewives, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay about this. I hope that this means that Cynthia is moving on to bigger and better. Um, what? Uh, I I also learned that Portia's not returning either. She Portia's going to get some sort of spinoff. Is that correct?
1: Oh, I didn't know. So I don't really watch it. I just know that. Let me find out. But uh, if Portia's getting a spinoff, I mean, is it going to be about her and? You know, and, and, stealing and, and this man from this, from this lady. Yes, probably. Well, that's just probably that can't be prosperous because the, the karmic uh, <laughs> the karmic uh,
0: loop I'll, on that.
1: Yeah. I can't imagine I mean, it's been
0: it's been eleven years. Cynthia's been on for eleven years. That's a long time. No, it's time. time for Cynthia
1: to go live her life and and you know, just go just go be. Um and we saw the the friendship contract you know we had her and nini like you said are no longer friends i didn't say you was a bitch i said she was acting like a damn bitch so mm-hmm. we don't have those moments anymore um so she can go live her life honestly i w- maybe go focus on the Merchel or the you know the eyeglass line um she might show up in the lens crafters and things like that i hope she gets uh, an amazing wholesale deal somewhere um but she will no longer be a part of the Housewives. And that's all I got. That's
0: fine. I think that's enough. (laughs) Um, I think that she's getting, I think she, yeah, I think Portia's getting a spinoff. They're saying that Sheree Whitfield might come back. Oh,
1: that could go one way. You know, I enjoy Sheree's lies. I I might watch just for that. Joggers, spring, summer. Spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Um, Okay, well, that's it for the trash, y'all. Let's go on to a shout-out.
0: Okay, okay, okay. My is right now, like. Target is partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. Target is going to announce the latest round of winners in September. Check back during Black History Month to see the latest winner's designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more.
1: All right, it's time for a shout out. And I really love this one here. I don't think we did this. If we did, blame the weed. But it says, hey, Jade and Kia. Oh, she put it in like an 18-point font <laughs> hey. in bold. Hey. Hope all is well and you're safe in these corona-filled streets. I would like to shout out my good friend, sis, Shaniko Wason retray She's a wonderful mom, wife, friend, and author. Shaniqua wrote and published a wonderful book earlier this year called Corinne Finds Her Beat. The book is about a beautiful black girl who learns to conquer her fear of dance class. Her inspiration for this book came from her daughter. Corinne learns that the dedication and hard work are tools for gaining the confidence and courage needed to pursue her dreams. The book is an easy read and both adults and children will thoroughly enjoy it. The book also is a great representation for our young black girls and boys. Her book and other accessories can be purchased at Corinnefindsherbeat.com. Her book can also be found at Amazon, Target, Walmart, Books a Million, and Barnes and Noble. She can go b- ahead. So we'll post her Instagram um, in the description box as well as any links that are associated, and all of you guys can find out more about all of all of her projects. But we want to shout out Tamika for writing in and Shaniqua for such a dope little concept. Excuse me, not little. I'm not trying to uh, be condescending a dope concept for our little ones. There we go. I think that's absolutely yes. dope. So Corinne finds K E R I N. And again, all of that information will be posted in the description box. I love to see it. Me too. Shall we move on to our kitchen table?
0: I think we should HBCUs are more. More than a band, more than a football team, more than Greek life, more than an education, historically black colleges and universities are a place to become. A legacy with the heritage of more than 180 years of producing some of the nation's top scholars, politicians, athletes, entertainers, and individuals. XFINITY understands and celebrates all of this with a collection of TV shows, movies, documentaries, and music that captures the Black college experience.
1: Just say HBCU into your XFINITY voice remote. Learn about the sacrifices students made during the Civil Rights Movement. Be inspired by biographies on educators who went above and beyond. Kick back to the sounds of the band or the sounds of the yard with an HBCU playlist. Best of all... It's all included with your Xfinity service. From the yard to the end zone, the classroom to the frat house, Xfinity has the HBCU experience covered. Xfinity, it's the ultimate in black storytelling. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas, requires Xfinity TV and on-demand. Separate charges apply to on-demand and certain streaming services.
0: You need to check out the McDonald's two for $6 deal, honey. You can get any of your two favorites for only 6 that's $6. U.S. currency, honey, Get you a, a Big Mac sandwich, a filet fish sandwich, a quarter pounder with cheese sandwich, or a 10-piece chicken McNuggets. At McDonald's, there's something in their deals for every moment in your life, whether it's secure for a long late night out or something to satisfy all members of the family on their cross-country road trip. Now you can get your favorite McDonald's items for a great price. So let me tell you, in my house particularly my mother. My mother and I have bonded for years and years now over a filet of fish sandwich. A hot, flaky filet of fish. I particularly enjoy extra tartar sauce on mine. And, you know, even in the days of my youth, a fillet of fish was a special treat from my mother. It was a big deal if I, you know, if she needed me to to run some errands with her, if she needed me to be quiet during church, I was promised a fillet of fish. And so now, when I when I want to have a little piece of home, when I want to have that moment with my mama, I will get my behind into my own car and travel to the drive-through at the nearest McDonald's, and I will order me up a fillet of fish. And now I can get two fillet of fish for six dollars. There's nothing better than that. Order ahead on the McDonald's app and get two of your faves for just six bucks, honey. Price and participation may vary. Single items are at regular price. Limited time offer. Hey everybody! I'm so excited. We have another wonderful, beautiful guest here at the kitchen table. Everybody, you you might know her as the Side Hustle Pro. She's our good homie sister friend, Nikayla. Everybody, welcome Nikayla to the kitchen table. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, hey. thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, (laughs) welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Um, I'm excited because I have noticed, and something's been sort of like stirring around in my spirit about this time that we find ourselves in as it relates to sort of LLC Twitter Uh and how it seems like the wave... um, is, you know, everybody has a side hustle, uh, an entrepreneurial endeavor that they do. Um, you know, some, some, hope some of us can transition um, that side hustle into a full-time, you know, career change, career shift. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And others of us just sort of maintain multiple streams of income that way. But either way you slice it, there seems to be this sort of pressure to sort of have a, have a side gig of some sort, and I wanted to unpack that um, around the kitchen table with someone who is very familiar. Yeah. Um, so who who else? Who better than to have this conversation with than the side hustle pro? So, Nikayla, can you introduce yourself to our audience in case folks have been living under a rock and don't <laughs> know who you are?
2: Well, thank you so much, um, Jade and <laughs> Kia, for having me here. So like you said, my name is Nicaela, um, Nikayla Matthews Okome, for those who don't know me. And as Kia said, I am the Side Hustle Pro, a.k.a. I also host a podcast called Side Hustle Pro, where I interview specifically bold Black women entrepreneurs who have scaled from side hustlers. So I started this podcast five years ago when I myself was thinking of going the entrepreneurship route. Um, Because I was unemployed and nobody would hire me. So I was fed up. And I said, you know what? (laughs) I think I need to start my own business. But I knew that I wasn't the type to just be broke and try to start a business that way. Like that was never my ministry, as you would say. Um, I like getting my nails done. I like getting my pedicures. And I just I just I just need to be, you know, kept. So I knew I was going to get a job, but I was interested in building a business on the side. So thus began my journey into talking to more black women who had done that to figure out how I could do it. And the rest is history. You know, it's in your DNA because you are Jamaican. <laughs> yes. And so it is
1: only fitting oh, that yes. a Jamaican queen is the queen of the side hustle pro. That's all okay. I'm saying. Like, yes. This was just it was in the cards, it was meant to be. What Absolutely. were you saying? Sis?
0: <laughs> no, I was just going to say that, you know, we all know, we've all seen the statistics. Mm-hmm. um out there about how black women are the fastest growing population mm-hmm. um of entrepreneurs and the highest grossing, right? And so this is not just that black women are starting out on these projects um and these entrepreneurial endeavors, but we are succeeding. And doing well, um, right? But I want to. I want to temper a temporal conversation like at what cost, right? Okay. And so, how much of this is it like? You know, am I doing this just because it's the wave to do it, or is there some sort of real internal passion or interest or right. or calling that I have around entering the marketplace in a certain kind of way? And so, tell me, tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you know that this? Did you you know from the beginning that this was going to be the way that you were going to to go about this? Or was this sort of something that revealed itself over time?
2: Oh, definitely something that revealed itself over time. So before I start talking about my journey, I want to touch on what you just said. Mm -hmm. And there is this pressure, right, where people feel like, oh... Um, I need to be a side hustler. I need to figure out what to do as a side hustle. And then not only that, but then they feel like they immediately need to monetize it. It needs to be successful. It needs to be all these other things before they even give themselves time to decide, Mm -hmm. do I even like doing this? Not every side hustle needs to make money. Some side hustles are meant to die. I have been side hustling for a long time. Like Jade said, I am a Jamaican queen who (laughs) is a side hustler (laughs) by nature. And there was a time when I wanted to explore PR a little bit more. I was interning in public relations. I I worked myself up to the point of getting a full-time job in public relations. And I still Mm -hmm. just didn't know, like, is this PR thing for me? So I found Mm -hmm. myself... Drafting up some business cards, telling people I was a a PR agent to the stars, trying to work with my classmates who were trying to get their careers off the ground. And I ultimately realized this is not for me. But that Mm. story is just to illustrate what I think side hustle should be for people. Side hustle should be something you can use to explore all your different passions because we all have different things that we're interested in. And side hustles can kind of help you to decide, OK, is this something I want a career in? Is this something I want to do on the weekends? Is this something I want to make a full time career of? etc. So my path was, um, like I said, in um, specifically when I really started taking side hustling seriously was in 2015. I just graduated from business school with my MBA, but I unfortunately did not have a job. And, you know, I'd moved back to Washington, D.C. to live with my then boyfriend, now husband. And I was kind of feeling pretty down on myself. Like, how can I let this happen? What am I going to do with myself? You know, wh- wh- what kind of job am I going to find? So I didn't stay down for long. I was like, all right, I'm not going to stay moping in self-pity. Let me start to tap into what I'm good at. I even sent out a, a survey to my friends. I was like, tell me, what am I good at? <laughs> I need a job. So I, um, after that survey and I got the responses back, I was first of all shout out to good friends because they poured into me and I was sure. able to mm-hmm. see that you know what you are really good at writing marketing social media marketing specifically like you're a creative and that's when I was like I need to tap back into that so I I dusted off my old blog and I started writing about different things. First, I was all over the place. Then I was gravitating back to black women, wanted to share people's stories. So I started interviewing people. So Mm -hmm. that blog eventually turned into the podcast. And Mm -hmm. through that process, that blog helped me to get a job because I used that as my portfolio to show hey, this is what I can do with social media marketing. I'm good at this. So I ended mm-hmm. up getting a job at NPR, National Public Radio in D.C. Mm-hmm. And while I was working there, of course, I was in the land of podcasts, so I started. And actually, The Read was one of the first podcasts I ever heard. I was living under a rock. I had never heard a podcast till 2015. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. And so, in 2016, I finally worked up the nerve to launch my own, and that's where the podcast itself started. Now, it becoming my full-time job was a complete surprise to me because I wanted to use the podcast to talk to different people mm-hmm. and come up with an idea to start a business I was looking for ideas I was fishing for mentorship and Mm -hmm. that was kind of my back-ended way to get it but ultimately I learned that podcasting is an industry in and of itself I learned the sponsorship game I started cold pitching sponsors six months in landing my first contract and you couldn't tell me nothing after that I was like I'm gonna do this and it it did take a while though um but Mm -hmm. about a year in a year and a half in, I ultimately left my full-time job to be a full-time podcaster host, and I've been rocking with this ever since.
0: I love that story try, try. because it is such a testament to how this process is really an evolution, right? Mm-hmm. So I think similar to uh, Jade and I's story with getting grown, we were living our lives and minding our business, and not at all thinking that we would have a podcast uh, ever. Right? Yeah. I right, think, right. Right. I think that, uh, and you know, we've told this story before. Jade was, um, you know, in New York. I was in, in. I was here in Maryland. I was in a doc program and working uh, while going through school, and so thinking about a podcast just seemed like you know something.
1: Kia was like, oh. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> um. like, yeah. like,
0: like, you know, I knew, and you know, like you, The Re was my first introduction to the podcast world. And so I was just like, you know, I just thought that podcasting was for mm-hmm. entertaining people like yeah. Fury and Crystal, right? And so it was like, you know, don't nobody want to listen to me. So, or, you know, what would I talk about? I'm just you a girl that goes to work every day. <laughs> right. No, but I remember having that conversation yeah. with Fury. Yeah. It's like, I'm just a girl that goes to work every day. And he was like, there are so many other girls that go to work every day. They Hello. hear you. <laughs> Hello. Um, but it was just, it's just that when I say it's like natural, I mean, I think a lot of times people sort of have folks that they see out there in the internet world and they want to emulate them and they they set out on this journey to be something. But I think what I hear you saying is like, you know, you just wanted to do something and you invested in, 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 in learning about yourself and you took some risk and through those risks, this just sort of like fell. You fell into yes. this lane. And and what's so good about it is that it's uniquely yours. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's critical in this whole thing of side hustling, right? You know, like I think the thing about the culture that that can be trying for me mm-hmm. is that it's, it's so much like, you know, oh, she got a lash line and she's making millions selling mm-hmm. lashes,
1: I'm going to sell lashes, <laughs> yes, too. Yeah, but yes. I'm going to or... put nips <laughs> yes. of liquor and with my <laughs> lashes, and that's going to be my niche. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lace front eyebrows, what? Say less. I can do that. <laughs> like, right.
2: It's just a lot of copycatting in, in yeah. the
0: market. Um,
2: and but there's nothing I wrong think with eyelashes, nothing but you right. If that's that, not no. your passion, if... The side hustling is not a, a get-rich-quick scheme. It's and exactly. I think that's what you're Say referring to, too. Like, people really think they're just looking for something to make all this money on the side so they can quit their job. But it really doesn't work like that. It mm-hmm. Nobody just gets up and all of a sudden, boom, you have a successful uh, business. So you, you really got to no matter what, what you're doing. Like mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no matter, matter what, what it looks like on Instagram. No matter what it looks <laughs> like on Instagram. Over the Please. course of
2: eight
1: years, my side hustles have all become my main jobs. Mm-hmm. All of them from... Because the bitch worked in everything, okay? Mm -hmm. I worked in environmental engineering. I worked in the music industry. I worked in the legal industry. I worked all all over the place. And then I would work with my mom, who was a chef, you Mm -hmm. know, on the side. So when I got laid off for like the second time, I was laid off twice by the time I was 24. Um, So... I then started working with other chefs, working underneath them. And then I was like, okay, bartended through school. So picked that up again and -hmm. then started podcasting with XD about mm, almost maybe seven years ago, almost eight years ago now. Didn't know what the fuck a podcast was (laughs) either.
2: (laughs) It was like a year after the read.
1: And um, I was like, the shit that Crystal and, and, and Fury do, I was like, nigga what (laughs) i was like okay we'll try it i guess just had a baby you know what i'm saying and i have had jobs through these but Mm -hmm. now getting grown is my job jnxd is my job and culinary is my job and these were all things that were my side hustle so but then i have a home girl who i was speaking to the other day ironically and she's like my niece called me and asked me how you start a business and she was like, "Bitch, what?" I because she is, <laughs> she has a successful makeup uh, uh, line and company, and so she's like, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "I want to know how to start a business." She's like, "Okay, well, what kind of business are you trying to start?" She's like, "I don't know," and she was like, "Girl, get off my line!" Like, I don't, I don't have it. I can't talk to you anymore. You don't even have an idea. Right. And so I'm finding that's what Kia was speaking to when we were just talking mm-hmm. about whether it be there's nothing wrong with eyelashes. But if you're just trying to set out to own a business to say that I own a business or Mm -hmm. if you think owning a business is getting ready to make you money overnight, then you are about to be sorely slapped in the face with reality. Oh, yeah. Or you
0: think that making money is not going to cost you some money.
1: Oh, say that but getting again. there, getting
0: there, <laughs>
1: getting there.
0: I, before we get there, I yeah. want us to talk um, just a little bit about some of these other major, in your journeys, in, mm-hmm. the, in the things that you have, in the conversations that you've had with other black women entrepreneurs yes. or along your pathway, are there major misconceptions of side hustling that, that are out there. What are some of the other lies about, no <laughs> about side hustling that you have heard along the way?
2: Hmm, some of the other lies. Well, kind of in line with what we were just talking about. I will never forget when Kim, um, Kim Lewis of the brand curl mix, it's a hair brand mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and a, really more than a hair brand at this point, but they, she was uh, on in the Side Hustle pro guest chair early on. And she talked about the fact that if you can't, run a side hustle you can't run a business and that's another reason I love a side hustle because to me I've always positioned side hustling and I always tell people that when you figure out what you want your side hustle to be spend some time dabbling and Mm -hmm. you know determining what you want it to be but when it's truly your side hustle you have to treat it like a business Mm-hmm. And granted you're working full time so it's not like you can work on it from 9 to 5 or however long you want to but you have to carve out that time for it you have to be serious about it you have to get your business ducks in a row so once i knew that side hustle pro i was going to be starting to pitch brand sponsors i established an llc i established a business bank account i i you know looked into everything legal that i needed to do you know trademarking all of that because i was like i Um, This is what I want to stick to as my side hustle. Mm -hmm. So that is really real. Like, I think the misconception is that you can kind of treat it like a hobby and Mm -hmm. then get business results and business profits. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that that does not going to happen. As far as other misconceptions, um, I I think that's the main one, really. People aren't sure of what a side hustle is, what it entails and what classifies as, as one.
0: And I think, you know, I think also you're going to learn one of the... I I have learned big lessons along the way. I've made mistakes Mm -hmm. along the way. Um, And to that point, uh, Nakayla, around sort of like kind of haphazardly not doing my part of doing due diligence around being informed about like taxes. Oh, and, taxes. Ooh, you mm-hmm, know, you know, mm-hmm. having an LLC is more than just saying I got an LLC, but yep. you have like different things that you have to maintain and mm-hmm. keep up in order for your LLC to remain active and mm-hmm. present, you know, all of these things. And so though, you know, I've learned a lot of that, you know, The hard way. And so uh, as we are gathering information and sort of making that transition from hobby to side hustle, it will require us to educate ourselves and learning about what these things really mean um,
2: and and taking those things like really seriously. And and being prepared to invest in... um Counsel, you know, like mm-hmm. don't don't go, yeah, getting a lawyer get and accountant. Yeah, an accountant, and yes, that will come with money, and 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 that is an investment. So you kind of have to work up to that level. But please do not get legal advice from asking a question in a Facebook group.
1: And mm, fuck you know,
2: no, <laughs> I see, I see, you Especially know, people doing it. And listen, group. I have a mm-hmm. Facebook group as well, but I'm all I will never allow anybody to go. Given legal advice in any comments like that is Mm -hmm. not what this is for you need to speak to an attorney Mm
1: -hmm. and a bookkeeper let me tell you something i have an accountant but i have a bookkeeper Mm. which has changed the game because i'm going to disclose something and (laughs) y'all are gonna talk about me and drag me through the mud but it's fine i drag myself (laughs) first (laughs) you know once upon a time i used to file my taxes in bulk uh-huh, so, Jesus. I would just, you know, every couple of years, I'd be like, all right, it is time. Oh, <laughs> and, it is time. I and I it didn't, was I didn't generally what you meant by bulk at first. <laughs> like, that's wholesale. two, three wholesale. years. I would file my taxes wholesale in bulk. wholesale. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that, Jake. You cannot no, you do can, that. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> because you are not
0: supposed to do that.
1: <laughs> you're not. Um, oh, so wow. you're not supposed to do that You're not not good no 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 and the reason why (laughs) Jade
0: went through that so y'all don't have to go
1: through right 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 (laughs) that's not a strategy that's not a business strategy (laughs) Jade went through a a lot of things so y'all don't have to go through (laughs) but I used to do that and the reason why is because I had so many things coming in that it was, I got overwhelmed. And I'll be like, well, nigga, there's way more niggas out there that owe way (laughs) lots more money. (laughs) I was like, I'll handle this next year. And so, (laughs) you know, I did that for a little while or whatever. Got myself a bookkeeper. When I tell you a girl is quarterly at this point, and it's a beautiful thing because she's able to fully organize me. And this all came from the side hustles. Mm-hmm. But what happens with the bookkeeper? You have to pay her. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have to. It, LLC does not come for free. Y'all oh, out no. here spitting about LLCs and don't realize all of the things that they entail from... You possibly, if you don't go have an organization that works on it, you having to post a post a, a, a something in the newspaper to announce your business. And there's so many things that go into it that I don't think people consider. And it's a huge investment, which is why it shouldn't be taken lightly.
2: Right. Right.
0: I just, I mean, I think the conversation, and one of the, the, the debates that I see often that really grind my gears is really people sort of, you know, juxtapose entrepreneurship from like, you know, I guess conventional career, like folk, like, going to college and getting a career that way. And what I hate about that is that this, the processes are so much more complex. It's not such a simple either or, right? So there's things about my entrepreneurial life that I learned through getting an education mm-hmm. and vice versa. I yeah, think yep. that there are things about my entrepreneurial journey that, you know, definitely shape and, and inform the way I move in professional spaces as a result of the education that I have. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of yes there's you know the the you are able it, can you educate yourself around how to do a lot of these things yes should you <laughs> educate yourself it's another it's another it's a horse of a different color mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe we should you know read a couple books
2: <laughs> go oh. to a class or
0: two or three you know what i'm saying you know um so getting back to the questions um now, what are some things that you know um, about, you know, side hustling or entrepreneurship um, mm. that, you know, 10 years ago, like if you like, what <laughs> are the things that you know now, now, know now that you wish you would have known five or 10 years ago? Oh, mm. Even better.
2: Ooh. <laughs> just, there's so much on life like and everything. life and <laughs> <laughs> in life and like five years in, ago I knew nothing yeah well you know what <laughs> you know what though 10 years ago so what What was 10 years ago <laughs> 10 years <laughs> right? ago was what 2011
0: 2011 right wow, wow. man I what
2: I wish I knew though I wish I actually knew to study um entrepreneurship earlier because mm-hmm. you're right there is benefit and value in learning from books and learning from people who have gone before you, which is why I like interviewing people who have done it already. And I wish I knew that because I do think that entrepreneurship is a viable and a a very successful path for building um, wealth and generational wealth in our communities. I don't Mm -hmm. think it is the only path to do that, but I think more of us need to know about ways to do that successfully. So, mm-hmm. for example, like you said, if you have a company that imp- that I- that requires hiring people, motivating people. We see what's going on now where like there's a lot of people struggling with retaining talent because people never really learned about leadership, management and incentivizing and making people feel valued within your companies. So, if everyone has an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset that's great but mm-hmm. then who is going to be motivated to work so right that's part of learning about being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. learning to build a team so i wish those were things that i focused on more when i was thinking about going back for my education so i did go back and um go to business school and, and get my MBA, but I was more focused on on getting a job and mm-hmm. the things like accounting, which was helpful. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to have that lens and, you know, making sure someone can't screw you over. But I also wish I spent more time testing out entrepreneurial ideas because the school would have paid for it. And, yeah. you know, there are a lot of things you could do when you are a student. So for people who are students now, I say now is the time take to, advantage. to mm-hmm. take advantage Do those programs, apply for grants and everything, because people love high energy, youthful people who want Mm -hmm. to go out there and try their ideas. And not to say you have to be a certain age either, but definitely start to. Think about different things you might want to explore and test. Test as much as possible. That's what I would tell mm-hmm. myself 10 years ago. Start mm-hmm. testing now. I did do a little with the PR company, but right. I wish I had tested more. I also wish I'd, I I <laughs> <laughs> cared less about what people thought about yeah. me um, because that hindered me from doing a lot of things, and I think that hinders a lot of people. I even see people who come into like my podcast moguls program who want to start something, and they are... They are frozen. What's that word? Paralyzed from trying out their or even launching their podcast because they're afraid of what their family might think or their colleagues. Mm -hmm. If they know that they're starting this podcast and it's not even because they're afraid of being fired. They're just afraid to show themselves to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I want us all to. Get rid of that fear of being seen. Like, yes, if you have a side hustle, you gotta be seen. Like, right, right. here, Like, like, right, Jade. Y'all gotta post on Instagram. Absolutely, Y'all, you know, you have to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide. I mean, Ooh. I know you're hiding from your mom, but you know, you can't yes. hide from most people. <laughs> <Still>. <laughs> which
1: is so amazing that that right I'm like, wow, five years strong. Wow, you deserve a trophy. You,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So if I hadn't been so afraid of things like that. I would have started sooner. But thankfully I got over it and I um to probably to my detriment and started not being scared of being seen because I did have a moment where my my old boss pulled me into the office with like printouts of side hustle pro.
0: <laughs> what was that Stop. conversation like?
2: Girl, that conversation was horrible. Ooh. That was horrible. Um, But, you know, what happened in that incident is I started my job with one boss who left and a new person came on. So when mm-hmm. I started that job, I was very transparent. I had it on my resume. Like, I, I never, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, hit Side Hustle Pro. And um, so that came to my benefit, you know, when um, the new boss was like, hey, what's this? Like, you know, are you allowed to do this? And I'm like, yeah, y'all hired me because I do this. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you gotta ask um,
1: them,
2: that Plus, that's not any of your business.
1: Like, right. if it's not a conflict of interest <laughs> yeah. with whatever we're doing here, then honestly, don't ask me anything about what I do after whatever time I leave this office. Right. I. Ever oh, that, ir- that just irritated me. <laughs> yeah, I, think,
2: I know. I think you know some companies they can't. Like, some companies like people can write whatever they want in their employee guidebooks. So that's the thing. Like technically, in a, in a perfect world, nobody would be able to question you. But some people sneak that in there, you know, and, and count different things as conflict of interest. So that's why you have to be real careful not to use the the company machine because yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're always tracking you, the company phone, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> That's key advice. Okay. I will yeah that I didn't follow cuz when I was I didn't always company, follow
2: it myself but child, I'm here I to tell photo you you in should
1: <laughs> <kinds of things. laughs>
2: just to be safe just to be safe you don't want anyone saying they have rights to your business
1: no no i did them all they all done they out there <laughs> and there should be a statue of limitations because yes, yes. <laughs> no. yes. Okay. Be like it's done nigga oh my goodness <laughs> what an adventure
2: oh, so do you have any other side hustles Nicola that you are working on outside of side hustle pro well, outside of Side Hustle Pro, I'm actually building out a YouTube channel now and a YouTube platform. So it's under my name, Nikala TV, over on YouTube. And the goal of that is, you know, with Side Hustle Pro, it's, it's become a bit more one-dimensional, one side of me, the side hustling side, the podcaster side. But I want to show more of who I am as a woman, a mom, a creative who is learning herself. And uh, my goal there is to stick to it for a year. So when I started the podcast... I had a goal to podcast consistently for one year release an Mm -hmm. episode weekly for a year and I think I I forget where I got that advice but I just know that when you do that like even when you're like not seeing the downloads you want to see if you stick to it for a year you're bound to grow so I started Mm -hmm. my YouTube channel and it kind of like came to a stop because of life motherhood Mm -hmm. um you know I'm I'm Watching my son, like, all day long, along with my husband, we're, like, going back and forth. So it's really hard these days. But I've decided, you know, I had a renewed mindset shift, like, okay, I'm going to do this for a year and see where this goes. Because I would I would love to do more with television. And so the YouTube is me creating my platforms. So
1: how long has Nikkela TV been up?
2: It has been up since March. Okay, and, so uh, we're gonna post a
1: link in the description box. Oh here. yeah, Make sure you oh yeah. Click it <laughs> we're we're and gonna go see what Nikkila's doing. Thank you, thank did, you. Um,
0: are you? Did you and your husband still? I know you guys did the coloring, the adult
2: coloring book oh, yes. app. Is that still a thing? It's speaking of our many side hustles, so yes, we have. We recently just um, our Kickstarter was fully funded. We did a Kickstarter for mm, our nice. Color Noir. That's Color N O I R. It's a coloring book app that we are making into a physical coloring book, Love and it. it just features. beautiful. Beautiful pictures of our people across the diaspora. And it's really, you know, inspired by our little boy and the fact that we want him to grow up in a world where he always sees himself. Um, mm-hmm. His bookshelf is all black books. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That's we, right. You are going to see yourself on these shelves. And, I you know, we it. hope to be able to provide that in the coloring book world for, for families. I love that.
1: I love that so much. I pl- I would love a physical copy oh, for my Prisma colors. I know Kia <laughs> loves the app. Oh, yes. absolutely!
0: Yes. And you I know. have my Prisma colors as well. I have the coloring, the actual coloring pencils, and I do have coloring book pages. So, so you We will make sure to get comments. you
2: guys a physical copy. <laughs>
0: absolutely, and I want you to finally tell uh, folks about Podcast Moguls because I okay. know we get lots of. Inquiries yes. via email and social media about how we podcast, how we got started. And, you know, Jade and I were fortunate enough to, you know, uh, you know, kinda launch under the loudspeakers umbrella. But, mm-hmm. you know, for folks who Uh, are thinking about starting a podcast and want to know all of the ins and outs of what that process is, tell them about your Podcast Moguls program.
2: So my Podcast Moguls program, it is an accelerator where I work with aspiring podcasters or even current podcasters who have just kind of hit a plateau, not sure what you're doing. I teach you how to grow your podcast and grow grow your brand through podcasting. And it really started... The, you know, similar to what you're going through, um, a lot of people started asking me about podcasting because of the success of Side Hustle Pro. So I decided to um, really break down my blueprint of how you grow your downloads as an independent podcaster, because I'm not on a network. I haven't. ever been on a network and Mm -hmm. growing from zero to now over 5 million downloads as an independent podcaster, it does take strategy. So I break down everything from how to stand out when you first launch, what you should be thinking of from even how you're naming yourself to how you're positioning the podcast, how you're promoting the episode each and every week. Um, Because I think people grow fatigued with just how much you have to promote Mm -hmm. your show, but Mm -hmm. each and every week you have to act like it's the first week. Okay. Especially now that people aren't commuting as much um, so I really love oh, the program because it is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say?
1: <laughs> you're talking to me because I don't know right. all of us. All of us, bad. yeah. She's yeah. I calling encourage us. everyone. She's calling all of us out. Right? So,
2: um, I, it's an eight week program and we meet monthly where we go over, um, any questions and challenges people are going through. We go through the <gasps> Mogul Method and- to join the program, you can go to podcastmoguls.com slash join. Now, if you're just interested in figuring out how to podcast as a side hustle, I do have a free training coming up. And for that, you can um, head over to podcastmoguls.com. So that's coming up on Thursday, October 7th. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern. Let me double check that for you guys. Um, Thursday, October 7th, yes, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can register at podcastmoguls.com. So that's a free workshop where I go through how to stand out um, when you launch, um, how to attract the attention of brands, and then, of course, how to grow those downloads. So you can register for that. I love teaching people all the podcasting in and out tricks. That Amazing. link will also
1: be in the description box. So oh, oh, sure. Thank you, guys. If you all are looking for it, it will be there.
0: i love that you are out here yeah i mean and this is why (laughs) this is why no no seriously like we need to have these conversations and you like you saying am i it's easy to feel like you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. right and i mean it's easy to feel like well what am i doing all this for is anybody paying attention but you know we just want to highlight that that is a part of the process taking these risks even when you might doubt yourself. But we're yes. just here to affirm you, Nikaela. We see mm-hmm. all that you're Thank doing. Thank you.
2: And that and really means a lot to me, you guys, because um, this is, this is my first time in the guest chair in a long time, in years, and especially since oh, wow. having a baby. And I know my moms can relate to just feeling foggy after you had a baby, especially in the pandemic, you know, just mm-hmm. like coming back, like what is this new world for me? And mm-hmm. trying to just recenter myself, regain my footing. It really means a lot to me. And coming from you, you guys, especially because I don't know if I told you. I, I think I told you, Kia, but I don't think I told you, Jade, that you were my inspiration to do my first live show. Like oh, I came shit. to your, yeah, I came to your live <laughs> show in twenty eighteen yes. NBC, and yes. I was like, and I just started listening. I didn't really know you guys as much, and um, you know, my coworker told me about it, so we went together, Shout and, out to and your I was coworker. cracking up. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> I mean, I had laughs, I had tears. I'm like, why am I crying? I don't know these people. Like, what's going on? And and I also, as a podcaster, was like, this is dope. Like, I want to have this for my podcast. And it took me till the next October to actually get up enough nerves to do it, but you guys were my inspo and also. And, you did it. and I was yeah. there, and, and it was in amazing. Exact, in the exact location too, I was like, absolutely. "Okay, thank you for the venue, same <laughs> yes. venue, everything, a good everything." Time. So shout See, out look, to y'all. Village, we a whole village out here, whole absolutely village. whole village. I
0: love it. I love it, and I think that I wanted to just have a conversation about all this because I think we all are side hustling from yeah. our own respective places. Mm-hmm. We all have experiences we've made mistakes we've learned major lessons um but you know we're still in it and so this is not to discourage anybody from doing it i just Uh want to make sure that we're all entering the the space um, with as much information and knowledge as possible, right? And so, wanted to just have a conversation of the raw, real about side hustle and featuring mm-hmm. the side hustle pro, okay? Yes. The
1: professional. you. Thank getting, like, you out Thank here me. you. Where, I got coloring books. Nigga, I sell <laughs> watches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, we we gonna side hustle for life, like that's, that's real. Right. That is. We
1: appreciate you coming well, we on, Nikella. I well, didn't I realize you. Me. If you haven't been a guest in a minute, we can't tell because you're we such a natural. Tell.
2: Oh, thank you. Very comfortable.
1: Yes, and I'm over here
2: sweating. I know y'all see the shine. I know y'all see the shine. <laughs> that.
1: that's do. That's a that's a do and due. a glow from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> we love
0: to see it, but yeah, we want you to encourage you and you know you you're amazing we love all that you have to offer and that's why it was a no brainer to think about having yeah. you on and helping Thank to you. amplify what you're doing right. because you know i've been on your show and yeah. you know it I it's ain't just been I on... think... <laughs> yeah. we got to fix that we got yeah. to fix that exactly. we got to fix it we but yeah i that. mean just it's all about it's all about sort of you know connecting and growing mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and helping each other and so it was just it was just a, ble- a pleasure to have you at the kitchen table. You're welcome thank back you, anytime, thank you, girl. Anytime. Thank
2: you so much. I really appreciate it. And I I want to come back to do the trash. Or- <laughs> yeah. Oh, so oh, whenever oh yes, hot honey. So you is come so back whenever whenever for all the foolishness
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to get to the shit. Like, Let's get to
0: the mess. <laughs> this was great and everything. No. <laughs> can we, I mean, we've had a good time and we've learned a lot. But can we get to the mess, right, please? Right, right. But no, no. Let okay, me so coming. next ready. time
1: you're going to come back for the whole show, then, Nikhil. For sure. <laughs> all right, we will see you all for the honesty box.
2: Oh yeah. All right, take care.
1: You all know what season it is. Back to school season and anyone can be ready for it, but with Staples Connect you can be more than ready. Like I got everything for my classroom and saved a ton ready they've got more backpacks more pins and more supplies than you ever thunk possible so go on and and strap up them velcros and (laughs) gas up that subaru and smear war finger paint on your face staples has everything you need and more for the new school year let's do this just visit your nearest staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration honestly truly all right it's time for this honesty box And sister, you know what I want from you. A good old pseudonym. Um,
0: Corinne Bailey Ray.
1: Corinne Bailey Ray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like a star across the sky, <laughs> just like an angel of the past. Oh, Corinne Bailey Ray writes in. Hi, Jade and Kia. I want to stay anonymous. Thank you for reading this email. I've been going back and forth for some time now about reaching out to getting grown for some unbiased advice on this issue. Simply put, I want to cut my family off, particularly my mother, aunt and grandmother. To make a long story short, I'm going to talk about the most recent issue. My grandmother wanted to have a family get-together cookout at a park, which is something we never do, honestly, because no one's willing to take the initiative to really pull through for the sake of having a good time. (laughs) The day of the cookout, my grandmother stated that she does not feel good. She thought it was going to rain and didn't want to grill in the rain, but was worried about all the food she bought to cook. So my boyfriend and I decided to host the family at my apartment, which we had done many times before. Mm-hmm. once everyone arrived my grandmother didn't move a muscle my aunt helped cook but complained the whole time and my mother showed up late and was more interested in her relationship issues as opposed to being a part of the gathering they all uh-huh. smoke weed Tribe. my brother bought some brought some but um, but by the end of the night both my mother and aunt said that their stash was stolen my aunt called me and basically blamed me for her weed being gone and my mom who was still at my home at the time was softly agreeing I don't smoke weed. I have indulged, but I don't buy it or keep it in my house. It's not my thing. That's all right. There were several smokers in, a, in attending the gathering who what could have done it, but she called me and said something like, oh, you letting people steal stuff from out your house? Is that what you do? She was talking to me like she had never been in my home before or like she doesn't know me, which hurts because we have or had more of a mother-daughter relationship in the past couple of years than me and my mother ever had. This was early August. I haven't talked to her since. My mom, aunt, and grandmother do this thing where they get mad at each other and argue about the past, religious things, and all the other matter of things in between, then stop talking to each other for weeks or months at a time. I often get caught up in the drama, and it's toxic to me. I don't want to deal with people, family, or not that consistently talk negatively about me and also in one way or another tell me that I'm not good enough Christian because I believe in getting vaccinated and I still celebrate Christmas. My ba- daughter is about to turn 3 years old and I don't want her want them around for her for the party. I just don't want to deal with them anymore, but I can't hear them I can hear them saying as I write this that holding grudges is not of God. I don't know what to do and I'm tired of the guilt trip I'm on and I don't know why I feel guilty anyway. Thank you ladies and that is from Corinne Bailey Ray.
0: Oh girl, this is a mess. Um, not y'all
1: yelling and screaming about who stole the weed and then tell somebody they're not of God. Like
0: <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm feeling like there's so much happening here.
1: Not that I um, think weed is ungodly. I'm just like, wait a minute now, nigga.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just saying that it was just an adventure. Yeah. The the, the letter took a lot lots of twists and turns that I didn't necessarily anticipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure where to start. I will say that um I think Creating boundaries around ourselves and our spaces mm-hmm. and our children specifically is something that we are responsible to do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if if you um, are no longer comfortable or you feel like you're... Um,
1: your child your peace
0: of mind mm-hmm. or and uh you know the peace of your of your atmosphere, your surroundings is compromised by other people uh being present or not knowing how to conduct themselves in certain spaces, then you know you have a right to sort of make changes as you see fit. I think for um as it relates to Cutting people off. Mm-hmm. One thing I have learned uh, to do in my own practice is is I don't think about uh, you know forever is forever is a long time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and cutting cutting people. I mean. Is it? Is it? Is, are you thinking about cutting these people out of your life forever, uh, versus sort of creating some boundaries around certain spaces in your life for a period of time? Uh, to me, sort of eases the pressure. Like you know, doesn't make the decision as finite. Um, I think. You, I think that there's a way that you can create boundaries with your family, yeah, uh, without saying I'll never see or speak to you again. Um, and I think that it, I think it's just a question of you really sitting down and thinking about, is it that you don't want to engage with these people at all, or you just want to control the conditions around the ways that you engage with these people?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and I think if it were me, I'm, I'm learning Cause you know, you know, we get older and we don't And our relationships with our family members change. Yeah. And sometimes it's not about saying I'm not, you know, you know, I'm never going to deal with you again. It is about saying, I recognize that this is the way that we engage now. I recognize that if we are to engage, Mm -hmm. we need to engage in these specific ways. Um, because that is what, you know, I need for myself right now. Mm-hmm. And I will offer that to you um, and, and, you know, give you clear boundaries and parameters around what that means mm-hmm. so that you will be clear about the ways in which you will have access to me and the ways that you will not. hmm. Um, and you can call and me and what that you is want my right. <laughs> yeah, and that is my right as an adult. That is my that is my right. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily about like, you know, holding grudges or this or that. Yeah. It's about it's about uh being really intentional and specific about how certain relationships take up space in your life. Yep. And so that's that's what I would offer. Maybe it's this is an opportunity for you to think a little bit more, I want to say strategically, I guess, or, you know, thinking with a bit more intentionality mm-hmm. around, okay, these are the people who I'm related to in these ways, and they are a part of my life, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. I I don't want, you know, if I do feel, there's there's something about me that doesn't feel comfortable sort of cutting them off, cutting them entirely out of my life. Um, So... You know, I will, but, but I will protect certain spaces. I will keep certain things sacred yeah, um, and safe for me because that is what I need right now. Yeah. And they will have access to me, but they just will not have access to come in and out of my life as they see fit. No,
1: <laughs> no. And if you don't want to invite them to the party, you ain't got to invite them to the party. Um, you know, yeah. you know what you're going to deal with from them. Um, And you just prepare yourself accordingly. That's kind of that's part of adulting. Is making a decision and standing in it and 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 backing it up. You know what I'm saying. And I agree with Kia wholeheartedly about setting boundaries. Um, Oh yeah. And you know if I do, If, if, if if and I think setting boundaries is a healthy way. Cutting off is so finite, right? It's very, I, and it feels like, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't do this, and
0: maybe it's because we shouldn't do this, right? Yeah. So it's like we have these conversations all the time, like you know, you I know, mean, if I go you home for the holidays, off. right? Sometimes you must, mm-hmm. but it's like you know, okay, if I go home for the holidays, if if it's if it's too
1: much for be for me to be there for seven days, I'll go for three, exactly, exactly. That's what me and my homeboy talked about. He would go home, and and one time he went home for like a month. And we were having Mm -hmm. a conversation. He started going crazy. And we were having Mm -hmm. a conversation where before he went, and and I don't give him unsolicited advice, but we do bounce off of each other. And I was like, listen, you may want to schedule this trip for just like this many days. Because what I've noticed when we speak in this time is it affects your spirit in this way, this way, in this way after this period of time. So after that last time where he went for like a month and some change, he was like, so I completely agree with you that I need to do this for this amount of time and the next time Mm. he went home for them three or four days and he was like when I tell you that is the best thing for me I get to enjoy everybody love up on everybody and then go back to my space and not be pulled out of you know what I need to be focusing on and so sometimes it's about just reconfiguring and figuring about how things work in your life And dealing with the chitter chatter and the in the in the mouths of people, that's another issue. And that's just where, again, you have to learn to stand in your decisions and just say this is what they are. Um, And sometimes that's hard. You know, especially when it's your grandmother or your mother or your aunt. But let me tell you, what you ain't gonna do is be calling me and talking about what goes on up in my house. And you just let, I don't let nothing, nigga. I was hosting a gaggle of niggas in my crib because right. you, you made a last minute me of decision. that I didn't do. Right, right. No, like,
0: Listen, I'm not dealing with that. Girl, maybe you should have had your just... weed in
1: your bra. How about that?
0: Right, or
1: <laughs> listen,
0: or since this, you know, how about y'all don't bring the weed in my house then?
1: Also, if you know I don't smoke, if you know you ain't gonna smoke up in my right. house, if y'all are gonna go take a walk, I understand it but carry your crown royal back on your wrist <laughs> like every other nigga like come on now period <laughs> come on now auntie But yeah these are the things
0: these are the things and I just I just think that you know it may call for you to just be a little bit more specific yeah and and you know direct in how and it may be time for you to create some new things mm-hmm. you know okay we don't okay so how about on Sundays we get together and we have breakfast and then everybody goes home, and that's the, that's our time. That's how we spend our time. That's how I maintain some sort of connection with you, um, it and that's sound how she I sort of see
1: them every Sunday right now.
0: Well, no, I mean <laughs> yeah, I was just an example, but you know, you to you it. in in lieu of of wholesale cutting yes. these people out. Yes. Before you do that, perhaps you can sort of think of some other ways to engage them, and if that doesn't work, then you can make another set of decisions mm-hmm. when you have more information. But, you know, just offering, you know, yeah. in hopes that 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 this will give you some other things to think about. And we're we're really sorry that you're, you know, navigating know. and negotiating these difficulties because it does not sound like it does not sound like fun at all. No. And I
1: apologize, Mm-mm. especially from people who are so close in your life and like, yes. you know, it's such really important figures. That's that's that we, we, we pray your peace. Absolutely. Corinne Bailey Ray um continue to send your honor. we hope that's helpful uh please keep us updated you know we 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 love an update we want to see what's going on with you all um you know once some things you make some decisions and you and you you know reconfigure some things in your life please keep us updated you know we are invested and we care and continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com which sh- will be changing soon to a very simple email address which we will be announcing to you in the next week or so uh, along well, with yeah. a, another gaggle of announcements and fun things for you coming from getting grown so make sure you all stay tuned for that but in the meantime let's head on over to this black person self care
0: two little birds <laughs> on the and they told me I don't have to worry <laughs> da, 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 da. Girl, put your record on. Tell me your, your favorite, favorite song. song. You go ahead, let your hair down.
1: I deserve. Oh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for this black person self care. And let me tell you something, my self-care this week just made me feel so good. So, you know, I have been in this mode of cleansing and reorganization and setting myself up. And it's a new season. Mm. So, you know, in a new season, sometimes black people get new curtains. Sometimes they get a new comforter set. I said, I'm going to give my room a zhuzh. You know what I'm saying? I want to lighten it up. I want to feel really good in my space. And so I got a new bed. Like an actual, Ooh. like a bed, not mattress, but bed frame. Like a frame? Yeah. Very nice. wooden made from sustainable wood. Oh,
0: I love that. Um, I love that for you. And you know you
1: grown when you have a headboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also got two new rugs for the room, you know.
0: Wonderful. And
1: wooden blinds. I replaced my curtains with wooden blinds, and it just lightened uh, and put up a little art. Uh, that Did you I, do your blinds
0: or you had somebody come
1: in? Now, you know I had somebody come in. Oh <laughs> well, yes.
0: Well, hopefully, I feel like I signed up for a consultation with the blind people. I think it's this week. Oh, I you did it the really calendar. rich way.
1: I measured my windows myself, and then I went on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I went on Select Blinds, and went. You know, I, I was searching through the internet in general for wooden blinds and things, and so found them on Select Blinds. Measured the shit, and then I my task rabbit that I booked like six tasks ago. I now pay him. He, he don't, you know, We don't go through task grabbing no more. We on the personal level now. Oh, so I had him come and just do everything, hang the artwork, put up the blinds, put together the bed. And it just, my spirit feels so much lighter just with that That's little. That's wonderful. You know, that little makeover. You know, we just need a little makeover in here. I work out of my home and I just need to feel good in my space. And we got a new season coming up. It's a transitional time mercury's back in minute made um and we just (laughs) you know we are we are just trying to figure out ways to navigate um we're also just entering a new season period and you know it's gonna we gonna be getting cozy especially when niggas start partying inside and spreading their germs to one another so um so you know i'm gonna be right up in here and i'm gonna feel good about it so that's my black person self-care this week what's yours
0: um okay, uh, admittedly I have struggled in the way of self-care this week. That's all right. That's honest. Um honestly, I have, you know, I'm I'm negotiating many deadlines and really feeling, you know, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of struggling to kind of focus and sort of make it through my task and to-dos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have reached out to some of my friends, my colleagues, and sort of set up some accountability, uh, buddies Mm -hmm. to sort of check in with me, um, each day and, you know, talk me through, uh, some of my writing blocks and, um, you know, help me kind of think through and plan um, and, and deal with the overwhelm and uh, the way in, in in a productive way, mm-hmm. because my practice is when I'm overwhelmed is to sort of like, you know, get in my head and isolate and it just, I'm sort of spinning my wheels and not moving forward. I have learned that, you know, processing things aloud, you know, helps me. And so, in self care, I reached out to a few different people to sort of, you know, just ask like, can you check in with me? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, at these times on these days, mm-hmm. sort of try to help keep me on task and keep my perspective in the right way, in the in the in the right direction as I make it through this trying couple of weeks that I'm
1: I'm in. We pray your peace, sister. Appreciate that. We pray your peace because Let me tell y'all, Kia be buried in these notebooks y'all
0: yeah man they just be
1: so many words that need to be written and or typed (laughs) but you have a brilliant mind that we're gonna need for our future so keep typing keep on trucking baby
0: yes i'm trying come on
1: eddie just keep on trucking gotta keep on Got to get your good lovin'. All right, let's move on to the petty peeves. <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody knows I can be real petty. P E to the T T Y honey.
0: Okay, so petty peeves. I got another gym petty pee for the girls. Okay. And I, you know, I don't ever want to offend anybody. So when I say this, I'm just saying that I'm noticing a pattern. hmm hmm Now, you know, I go down to the orange theory. And I've been going for quite some time. hmm I recognize that, you know, a lot of it is genetic, but I have a bit of an athletic build right yes you do and as Wagon. Such, no i think what i'm trying I th- i'm saying as such i know that it can appear like to someone who doesn't know me well if you were to see me at the gym in my workout gear during a class one might think oh, that girl is an athlete or, you know, that girl, you know, you could look at me and, and you might guess based upon my bill, it is genetic, right? You know, we all know mm-hmm. that I'm not uh, an
1: athlete. That girl thinks that she's so fine. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. That's not, I don't know where that came
0: from. But um, I say that to say... Orange Theory is an interesting place because we're all using the heart rate mon- heart rate monitors. Mm-hmm. There's a, pr- a screen that projects, you know, your progress. No, people like see how many calories you're burning, no. what zone you're in. Um, and what happens, it's good for competitive people because I have learned this from other friends of mine who go to Orange Theory who say that they enjoy Orange Theory because oftentimes... And this is often an unspoken exchange. It's not something that happens out loud. But in their mind, a competitive person will pick somebody in the class to compete with. Okay. And that person may not even know that they are the target. Get your rocks off,
1: Susan, then.
0: You know what I'm saying? I say this to say that I am not a competitive person. (laughs) losing has never been a problem for me that bitch, <laughs> you know i just, still breathing does <laughs> not literally i don't lose one wink of sleep <laughs> because i came in last place doesn't bother me one bit i'm like well that's where you well that's what that's where we are i just okay? be mad at myself and that's just i don't be mad at nobody you know? else okay, You know, I'm, hey hey you know i got to keep on trying to get <laughs> we
1: keep on okay <laughs> that's what i'm calling so, the episode
0: this is a long setup, but just just let me go. Okay. Let, so, I've noticed a pattern in orange theory that a certain type of person always picks me
1: mm. to compete with.
0: Mm. And they want to let me know that they have selected me. So they will pick the pick the station next to mine. So that they can see how fast I'm running. They can see how heavy the weights I'm picking up. They can see what my numbers are like on the rower. And that is going to help. That's going to fuel them and motivate them to get through their workout. Mm. Usually that don't bother me, honey, beloved. Do what you need to do to <laughs>
2: this. Have a good time.
0: <coughs> you can with yourself. But Saturday... A young lady came and she picked me. I knew it when it happened. I felt it. A certain young lady mm-hmm. <laughs> picked me and it's always a certain. I so want I more details it like this. It's the studs. Oh. The studs, <laughs> me. Oh, the my studs gang. pick me.
1: Oh my gang. My gang gang. Your gang gang.
0: <laughs> they come over and they got they, they got you know they got their basketball shorts and and their teeth, sister. And now you
1: know damn well, them shorts are not comfortable while you're working out. <laughs> I'm just playing.
0: I didn't come here to fight.
1: No, not but at they, all. You
0: know, but they pick me, and they think because you know I'm a I'm a larger woman, okay, and I look stronger than I am. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna compete with her. I'm gonna get the best workout. <laughs> and I, there are always. <laughs> They are always yeah. so disappointed when they see me <laughs> over here running like Sophia Petrillo. Okay, you thought that you you thought I was going to pume out the gate, and you was gonna have to keep up with me, honey. I'm over here trying not to sweat. They the like sweat me. Is when happening. I see a tall
1: nigga who don't know how to play. You know,
0: ball. <laughs> it's like they just and I mean you can you can feel the disappointment. You yeah. can feel it in the room. This past Saturday, we were doing, it was strength day in the floor. We had to do some chest exercises. The young lady to my immediate left <laughs> picks up two 40 pound dumbbells
2: oh, no, to girl, do the
0: chest no, press. No, girl. And I and she's over there, shh, shh, making all this noise. And I'm Amazing. like, listen, and went over there and grabbed my two eight pound dumbbells. I'm over there, like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> get it. Get it, get it. And I'm working, okay? I am working hard. I am
1: Suzette Subbers. Period. I'm
0: over here like Sandra Clark. I'm like, sis, with this red nail polish. I'm in here with my matching gym set. I'm cute. Hello, I'm trying not to sweat because I got to go to the Trader Joe's after this. You picked the wrong one, girl. If you thought you was going to get a gladiator, you picked the, you judged this book incorrectly. I'm tall and put together in a way that might lead you to believe that I'm out here with the athletes. But a lot of this is just genetics and the fact that my father is a big back black man. You know what I'm I'm saying? I just
1: got African blood. That's it.
0: You know, I'm out here That's looking it. athletically elite. I'm looking like I can do things that my body cannot do. And so, yeah. yeah, hey, I got arthritis. I'm trying to stay <laughs> upright on this treadmill. I don't want to fall. I'm going to put, give it my all in here. But my all is not, I'm not an <laughs> Olympian, okay? <laughs> so the, the girls keep picking me. And I'm like, "Sit." You need to start trolling them.
1: Up? You're breaking up the wrong tree.
0: And I'm just looking at her over here with these 40-pound dumbbells, and I'm like, go ahead. yeah." I mean, if you hurt yourself, I'm not going to do nothing but look at you. Because I can't help you. <laughs> I can't pick up 80 pounds worth of dumbbell. Are you crazy? And I'm not finna try. Mm-mm. It's not happening, beloved. Ooh,
1: Sophia Petrillo it's took me down. It's not happening.
0: I mean, literally, I'm giving y'all a cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> mall <walk. laughs>
0: i mean during the sprint like you know i'll give it a little bit more but hey i'm trying to listen i got my ankles are almost 39 years old i'm not going to be in here running on this treadmill like i don't have any sense because i'm not going to the emergency room today hello
1: (laughs) i got too much to do
0: but yeah that's my P. now that's
1: an adult thing i don't have time to go to the emergency room Listen, we've got to we've got to stay as well as possible because I don't
0: have time to get to be unwell. That blessed me. But listen, the listen the studs be picking me, (laughs) and I'll be over there like young man. (laughs) Oh my god. You have got it wrong. Okay, you might well. You might want to go on over to the other side if you're looking for a real athlete. Go look for one of
1: them unassuming white girls. They'd be the.
0: I am doing the best because they
1: like to pick me too. Oh, of course (laughs) they do. I'm like, like, I'm going to pick the biggest black woman in
2: here.
0: And they be trying. And they be trying, bless their hearts. They be trying. Now, because, you know, that I if, I, have, now, if
1: I see a white woman trying to compete with me in the gym, when I tell you I'm hulking that shit, bitch.
0: Oh, well, ooh, you know. I, <laughs>
1: don't do that. I'm just saying. Girl.
0: I do the best I can. And I thank God for the things that I'm able to do. Because, you know, as we've discussed, I have rheumatoid arthritis. I'm not supposed to be able to do none of this. But I this just think fair. that it's funny. It just it makes is. me... It just makes me laugh. I be like, these girls be in here thinking I'm in the WNBA. Bless your heart. The studs
1: pick me as their stud auntie um, <laughs> patron. They do. And that's fine. You know. They do.
0: <laughs> that's. I be like, Jade's people.
1: Jade's people be over here. <laughs> let me tell y'all something and then they go home to their wives and they treat their families way better than you niggas so
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm just saying you having trouble out here ladies i love everybody i do me too
0: i I mean i don't mean no harm i just think it it was just just a funny thing that i have noticed no
1: i love it i love i love uh, um i love it
0: (laughs) (laughs) always a little short petite studly (laughs) lesbian. wanting to race with me down to the gym she's just trying to see if she, you
1: know trying to I see mean, what you're working with. i mean
0: i always got like you know hey hey she's trying to see
1: you know what you're working with sister oh my pity beef this <laughs> week uh so if you caught wind of my stories um yesterday it's probably gone by now I was irritated because I had a slew of geriatrics uh mm. trying to give me the business on my on my peaceful, you know, walk home from Noah's school. And you know, by the third nigga with a cane, I had I had had it. I had been I was over it. But what really just because it irritates me because your legs don't work. So mm-hmm. I know your dick don't And not that I'm getting ready to (laughs) consider it, but the audacity of you as I, now you want to talk about some, an appearance. I have baby stallion legs, nigga. Okay. I have my little pony, strong calves, (laughs) thighs, and buttocks. Okay. And you see me pounding my way down Eastern Parkway. And yet, you are zoom zooming around here with your life alert around around your neck and think Mm. that you have a chance and it infuriates me. So then, so that's, but that's not even what the petty peeve is. It's, it was one of them. He was driving, but still old. Um, and being a creep while he was driving, right? Driving slowly, speaking to me through a window that's rolled up. Get the fuck out of here and when i finally you know and i ignore i'm, I'm not getting ready to try, i'm not trying to fight you uh but i do get fed up and so mm-hmm. i got to the corner and i'm about to cross the street and this nigga's been driving slow next to me and so i tell him to go because i don't feel like crossing the street in front of you i'm fucking sick of you and if i had something to do something to your car right now i would so i'm go so he's telling me you go go nigga so when he won't, I walk behind the car. Instead of walking through the crossroad, I just walk behind his car <laughs> across cross the street. And this nigga turns up his face as he turns the block, on the block that I, t- that I walk down, of course, and is screwing up his face and cussing in his car and has the nerve to get an attitude because I'm not um, taking to his rolled-up window, whatever the fuck he was saying. And I said, the fucking audacity first of you to even breathe in my direction. And then mm-hmm. and yes, not and like I am better than you. <laughs> and I will say. Yes, it. I am. I am better than you. I am out of your league. I am nowhere in the vicinity of anything that you can catch, young old man. And <laughs> it infuriates me that you're already attempting this, but now you're you get the screw face and you're irritated because I'm not taking your advances. Fuck the fuck off. Oh, oh. So, you know, When you hold them accountable for the raggedy-ass way that they holler at you, they have the nerve to get an attitude. And that's my petty peeve this week. The audacity of these niggas. That's it. Audacious. (laughs) The audacity of these niggas. And that is it. That is another episode of Getting Grown Thank you so much again to Nikayla for coming through of Side Hustle Pro. Make sure you all check out Side Hustle Pro and check out the description box wherever you're listening because it's going to have all of the links that you need.
0: Every last one.
1: Every last one of them. So make sure you all check that out. And uh, sis, take us out. Tell these niggas what to do. We really appreciate you all for continuing
0: to join us week after week and listen to this little raggedy show. We just couldn't tell you. How much we just love you for it. Truth. Um, But yes, y'all continue to take care of yourselves and each other. Continue to moisturize your uh, mind Mm -hmm. by attending to the business that is your own. You also want to moisturize your insides by drinking as much water as physically possible. Mm -hmm. And you want to moisturize your outsides, especially now that we have fully transitioned into the autumnal season. (laughs) And the temperatures will be dipping low and bringing it up low. (laughs) You want to make sure that you are moisturizing your skin because you're black will crack if it's
1: dry. Why do y'all listen to this? I don't know. Oh. Anybody can be ready for back to school, but with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like I got everything for my child's classroom and saved a ton ready. They've got more backpacks, more pens and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot up them shoes, gas up that Saturn and get your list ready. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store. Or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration.
2: Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers?